Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC, the three of us together again. Sean, great been, to be here. Been a few weeks in, in the making. Right? Mm. Wow. Summertime is always like that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. You go off and do your thing. We stay here. Leave us here. (laughs) 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 All right. How was the weekend? Any trees fall on your house? Awful. No. No. It was great. (laughs) No trees fell on my house. No. No. Apparently, uh, your parents weren't that lucky. No, they weren't lucky at all. It was uh, actually there's a video of my dad kind of watching, narrating the storm, and then yelling for my mom to get down into the basement because it was like. Like crashing, a high wow. pitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, definitely. He thought the house was being ripped. He thought there was a full-on tornado hitting the house. Yeah, so yeah. dramatic. Doesn't help when the government sends you messages like the end of the world is coming. Yeah, the end of the world. Every thirty seconds. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Marine tornadoes, land tornadoes. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. we had, uh, yeah, Friday or was it Thursday night? Was it? Th- I don't even remember. It was Thursday night. Thursday yep. night. Yeah, we had a little. What do we call it? A micro burst. Uh, where the the climate uh, you know changed on us and yeah and threw a few not quite twisters at us here in Montreal but yeah, yeah. heavy storm heavy high storm oh, yeah. heavy storm high winds and unfortunately uh, an old maple tree actually a huge tree fell on my parents' house but they are okay but it cra- the chimney and it's going to need lots of work they need a crane to get all it off the house and stuff so wow yeah. It was, uh, and I, I kind of brushed it off at first, and then my sister's like, uh, yeah, you should call dad and maybe go over, and I'm like, okay, and then I saw how... Oh, a hey, real tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because I watched the storm outside our window. We were working here. We lost power, but I... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like there was pockets, right, where it was like, yes. really intense. Yeah, and I think, unfortunately... He, yeah, which normally where I live is like... Bad. where we get yeah. hammered by stuff like that and because yeah. i'm like three kilometers from your dad's house I yeah. think, and it was bad but it wasn't like no. we were i was in my family room watching it with the boys i'm like oh man apparently feel fair yes it, it, I, so same thing like i guess they were saying the way it bounced down and kind of but even at my father's place it was funny like you can see a path of trees yeah so i can see that next to him or or on uh, the other side of him nothing but there's a line where that tree got ripped apart and then my dad's tree got ripped apart it was interesting mm. so i ran past field fair yeah. on the boulevard and back on lakeshore and it's the same thing yeah but at the bottom by the lake it's bad and on because we looking north it's bad yeah so yeah it was it's bizarre interesting. it was very bizarre yeah yep. interesting so you guys obviously did something mm. right so yeah, asked for it. We asked for it. <laughs> we did. Well, maybe reflect a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. My so. kids were happy though because we still saw Drake on Friday night. Oh, how was Drake? Oh, was awesome. oh yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was really good. They yeah. had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. yeah, it was fun. But it was stressful up until that time as I couldn't charge my phone. My tickets were on the phone. Right. It was yeah. a little hairy until I had the. Ticketmaster on my in my Apple wallet. I was a little bit okay. Let's make yeah. sure we get there. Right. So you got there and just breathe in a few times, and you're okay. It's yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kids handle that. <laughs> yeah, they seem to know exactly what it was, which is a little concerning. <laughs> yeah. 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 True. Yeah. That's not a skunk daddy. I'm like, no, I'm aware of that. Yeah. yeah. Same thing at the Mumford and Sons. Concert. I can imagine. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They learned a lot about society there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. A few interesting people in all walks of life. <laughs> yeah, there definitely were some uh, the young cons. girls that were amazing role models. <laughs> so uh, I think that might have shocked them. A little mm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think they went to Drake the next weekend. Yeah, exactly. Same good thing. chance. Some people did Mun- Mumford, uh, Mumford and Drake. And, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, one, so we were, uh, Kelly, Kelly had worked, she worked in the ICU this weekend, and uh, I had gone out to the the lake on Saturday and did some tubing and stuff, and, and came back, we're having dinner, but then we got invited to friends. And so Kelly gets a text message from her colleague, who's supposed to be in the ICU with her, and she's like, um, so uh, I got invited to the Drake concert tonight and to his after party, <laughs> and so I'm wondering if I could come in tomorrow at like between 10 and 12, and Kelly's like, what the heck? What, what, Ten and twelve? Like that's like ridiculous. Right? She's back in our, you know, she's back in my day. You know, <laughs> we be in the eight a.m. She, she's like, I would have gone out and showed up for my shift at seven, right? Just not sleep, right? So she's like, ah, oh, and she's going back and forth. So finally, she's like, what do I answer this guy? I know she was super excited about it. I guess her cousin is like dating Drake, whatever that means, right? So, anyways, so I'm like, right back. Listen, ten, have fun. I'll see you at 10. 12 is ridiculous. And so she does. And then her colleague writes back, I can't tell your tone in this, ah, in this text. Are you mad at me? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I'll see you at 10. That's all she wrote back. Like, listen, I'm giving you already. Oh, because then she's like, you leave early. Anyways, it's complicated in the ICU, right? Because you have to transfer cases and stuff. Anyway, she looked. She had like 14 cases. And oh, no. So anyways, it was fine. But, uh, but it's just a funny story. So then I asked, I, I sent her a message. Like, so how'd your colleague do? And she's like, she came in. She had a blast. She, she's like, I'm not mad at her anymore. She had fun. She was like, she was like exhausted, right? She had been partying with Drake all night. So, nice. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyways. yes. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, Shoemaker Shoe. What do we got on the, on the board? A great segue right there. The Shoemaker Shoe. <laughs> um, so we thought we'd uh, cover this. You know, we've got uh, vacations here in uh, in Canada. We've got our vacations right around the corner. Just Canada. Just Canada. You know, summertime only happens here. Um, the thaw is underway. The thaw, as Jason, as Jason alluded to, we, we finally have no ice left and we can jump in our lakes now. So we're going to go jump in the lakes. So Jason is taking off to the Jersey Shore, right? Mm. Uh, Going down to the Jersey Shore. Yes. I'm going to New Brunswick. And Kevin's going to PEI, right? Yeah. It's Edward Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Shoemaker Shoe analogy is that oftentimes uh, you can get so focused on what you do um, in helping others that you forget to check your own shoes, right? You're, um, you know, if anyone's ever looked at a shoemaker, because I'm sure this is where it comes from, their shoes are, you know, weathered and tathered and worn through right so they're busy fixing everyone else's shoes except their own um and what that means to us here is uh is you know we can get caught up in that same uh, same mistake right where you can um with all the tasks we have all the hats we need to wear as therapists we can get caught up in caring for everyone but ourselves so kev mm. i'm gonna throw this one over to you yeah, well, what does that mean to you? Well, it, looking back, it, when you start in this in this line of work, right, or any line of work, but in this one, obviously, because we're that's what we're we're talking to our audience of therapists is, uh, you, you know, you're eager to get started, you're eager to uh, 
to um, you know use the what you've acquired in school and uh, build a clientele and so what tends to happen is people get really focused on working hard uh, at least that's what it was <laughs> all work and no play <laughs> yeah depending on the age group we're talking about I guess uh, but uh, but yeah so um, <clears throat> So what tends to happen is people get really, like you were saying, consumed by what they're doing and really trying to build what their practice, right? Uh, and what tends to happen is then we get in the habit of maybe not taking as much care about uh, what we need, things to recharge us. Um, so, you know, it's only with time that you start to realize, like, you know, it's uh, it can be exhausting. And that's usually the sign that you're not taking time for yourself is that, uh, you know, you're number one, you're, you're more tired. You're just not as focused. Things aren't you're yelling at your patients. Yeah. You're hitting short. patients, yeah. um, <laughs> shaming them, tripping them, <laughs> shaming, a lot of shaming, a lot of shaming. Um, so for those of you that haven't heard our, it's all your fault episode, refer back to that one. That'll explain a lot of our sarcasm. Um, Anyways, the, uh, so I think it's really key from the get-go to remember uh, to set time for yourself uh, to figure out, you know, what do you need to recharge your batteries? What do, you, what do you need to take care of yourself so you're in better shape to take care of others? So it's really key to remember that you can't be of service to others when you're just not doing well <laughs> and overworking and thinking that you can do all this, uh, which I remember in the beginning when Jay and I started together, you know, we're... Uh, both trying to build a business. Uh, uh, I was building a house, uh, kid, uh, baby family. coming. Uh, like, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, no problem. We could do all this. It's no big deal. And then you end up crashing after, and yeah. you know, your hair we, turns gray, right? Yeah, just yeah. for men around the corner, just yeah. for men. <laughs> so, um, I think this is an important uh, aspect in the broad scape of like. Uh, you outside of work, what do you do to recharge your battery? But you got to remember as well, which we'll get into uh, um, in detail after, is the routine also between patients. So yes. like, how do you reset yourself between patients too? With the whole point being is we want people to optimize uh, to be the best version of themselves for each and every person, not only at work, but in when you get home with mm -hmm. your family, with your, um, you know, uh, so this is a very important step in, uh, you know, recognizing that, uh, we do need to take time for ourselves to, yes. to do our best work. Right. Yeah. I agree. Shoemaker shoe. Yeah. For me, I, I, we touched on this briefly before. I always look back to when we started Kev, same thing, right? Young kids. I was still in school. We're just going crazy and you're trying to see as almost as many people as you can to, to build out and to, to grow your, your client list and so on and so forth. Um, and like most manual health practitioners, we are largely self-employed. So I remember finding it incredibly difficult and almost not wanting to take holidays because you weren't getting paid when you weren't working. And you know, when you've got a young family and getting started, like you, we need, you need income, right? You need to, to make money. And I remember just really not taking off as often as I could um, because I didn't see the value back then in, in maybe because we're younger, we didn't need it as much either, possibly, but I didn't see the value as much in taking the time off to replenish, to recharge my batteries, to come back, like you'd say, Kev, to come back as your best version and, and better suited to, to, 
to meet your client's needs and, and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, that that's huge. And we're, we can all be guilty of that, but we have to you know, remember that it's just, it's just not feasible, especially in our line of work. Like right now, you can see up front July and August and, and here, and I'm sure it's like that elsewhere throughout the world. Our clients are going on holidays all the time. Like we're, mm. we're allowed to. We have to relax and acknowledge the fact that you know we work hard. We work with our hands. We work you know mentally. We have challenging uh, jobs just like anybody else. So it's super important to take the to take the time you need to focus on yourself. And whether that's a complete getaway where you're able to kind of push things to the side. Obviously, if you're clinic owners, you have to maybe still have your your you know your hand on the pulse to a certain extent but there's still no reason that you can't escape for a while and 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 truly do what you need to do what fits your needs to replenish and to to come back recharged and ready to go and quite often when you do that it's fun right you come back to work and you're 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 ready to come back right you're anticipating to come back and you can I don't know. I always find when I come back, I'm, I'm able to connect faster again. I just feeling more, you're, you're more into like that whole, not that we don't do that every day, but the, you know, the inquiring mind and getting down to that root problem. And just like that whole, like, I don't know, it just seems to light a switch where you're, you're coming at it from a, a replenished state. So it's kind of easier to get there and yeah. it's, it's easier to kind of get the information back because you're, you know, hopefully well rested and, and, and then spent the time with the people you wanted to spend the time with to come back happy and ready to go. It's like the same, it's the same principle we're doing with people when we're treating people. 100%. Right? So like we're trying to remove resistance to allow the body to function in, a, in an optimal way, mm -hmm. uh, both physically, mentally, right, spiritually. Uh, so taking that time for us is what's, that's what that is, right? Is, exactly. Is that you're, you're emptying that glass of resistance <clears throat> in order to have a better connection or better clarity with your patient. On what they what they need, what they're what they're telling you, how you interpret that, everything gets a little more clouded when we have too much resistance to actually uh, receive that information. Yeah. So I think that's a well, uh, I've I've noticed it for sure because even in the beginning when we started, you know, when you say like, oh my god, how how can you treat that many people in a day? <laughs> actually, it was just because we were just working super hard and we weren't really thinking about like ourselves yeah at mm. all until you know you start to realize oh yeah okay when i have this many patients so that's a great example is like for people listening you know like when you have this preconceived idea of like oh i'm gonna see uh i don't know x amount of patients a day uh, 10 patients a day and then you do 10 patients a day and you realize that the last three that you're Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today, we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBA. Absolutely awful. And you weren't doing counting, anyone any help. Counting down well, minutes. You might want to rethink your, your game plan. Mm -hmm. So it really is key because ultimately that's what we want to do is we want to be present. Uh, we want to be, and that's when we feel more fulfilled as well, right? Because we're, the work we're doing is more gratifying. It's more fun. It's more, uh, like you're saying, getting down to that root cause of what's going on can only happen when we're fully present. Yeah. And it, when, when we don't take care of ourselves, it's, it's a lot harder 
so you struggle and then it becomes a, the, a little bit more difficult in your treatment session with that particular patient. It makes, it makes me think of this idea of, of congruency, right? So is your message, the message that you're giving the patient, right? Because again, you know, in this line of work, you... Do as I say, not yeah, as I do. So you want to be able to walk the walk, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But in doing so, you need time to reflect. You need time to take care of yourself. So if you're preaching all high and mighty about, you know, well, you got to sleep more, you got to rest more, you got to eat better, you got to exercise, you got to do your stretches, and then, you know, you get treated, and then we ourselves are not doing that, the message is incongruent, and patients can feel that, right? Mm. So, um, and it's a, it's a big role and responsibility that we've taken on as a therapist right to help to help people um but you have to be that message has to be congruent and you know even though we love what we do things can become monotonous so you need to break the monotony once in a while and like as i always say to see that to get the eye level view right which is as we're coming back to the you know elaborated a bit on this and we touched on it in our mindset workshop but the me we all right so what that means is traditionally probably through uh programming probably through the church and all that stuff we were told like the all you give to you you know you give to everyone else but yourself first right um probably i'm just kind of speculating and instead you know there's not much time left for you right so um you know the analogy of put your mask on first is really important so you really have to focus on on the self right and ask yourself some tough questions you know you know what what is fulfilling what's my dream my goal my passion um with respect to work, with respect to family life, with mm. respect to your goals, with respect to, you know, your relationships. And then you take it into, you know, am I doing enough of that you know, on a daily basis to fill myself up? You know, am I, what's my relationship with movement? Am I moving enough, right? Am I not moving enough? Am I eating well to fill my, my to, you know, to fill, fuel myself so that I can do the work I need to do so I could be the best father for my kids, the best partner for my, uh, for my wife or whatnot. And you can only do those questions when you're not being distracted by, you know, running around with a, chick, a chicken with your head cut off. And that takes time from, like, I think we said it before in eight mindful minutes, you can't see it when you're in it, right? When you're in the thick of it, you're kind of... You survival know, mode. Survival mode. Reactionary, right? Yep. So, in like order... We always say it's like training, right? It's like training. Yeah. You have to be consistent with that routine to, yeah. to have some sort of change, right? Yeah. So vacation or, or rest um, ref, is, is a moment. For me, it's reflection, right? So you can take time. Jay, you t- you'd spoken about this. You can really fully be present with the ones, in the, you know, the, the people in your life that, uh, that matter most, right? Um, you can see them. You can, you, know, you can check in, make sure no one's being left behind. You can plan for the, the future, right? You can, you can kind of project and plan so that you're all headed in the same direction, uh, and it's and it's important to do so for mind, body, soul, right? To take these moments to to just check in with yourself, then with your you know your partner and and the one that you're on this journey with, and then with all right the kids and the and and whatnot you know the community and the and the practice right. But I think I think we've been you know we we've kind of done it the opposite way over time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh Jay, God, Jay's checked out. Jay's <laughs> no, no, done. no. It makes me think we, we can go in. So that's that's all fine and dandy for you know the big picture, right? Of yeah. of taking care of ourselves. But then, Kev, you'd said that earlier on. It's yeah. also we don't just have to do this when we're on holidays on vacation, right? Yes. The idea is to make sure that we yeah. do that during the day. 
And almost to kind of extrapolate on what you said earlier, Kev, it's we've all kind of had those therapists or known therapists in the past, or perhaps it's ourselves as well, where we'd say, you know, towards the end of your working day, when you see maybe too many clients or whatnot, that you, oh, I feel exhausted, I feel bagged. And then, and the reality is, you know, maybe that's true, but the other part is they're not kind of putting a, a barrier up and they're not, mm. they're not ready. They're not in the right space. They're not, they're not carrying themselves appropriately. So they're taking on and they're mm-hmm. absorbing all the energy from their clients. So yep. another way to look at the shoemaker's son or shoemaker's shoe is to, is to take care of yourself between the clients as well. Yeah. So, so you what, just can't. what would be some clear signs of that? Yeah. Well, just that, that you have an inability to connect and inability yeah. to receive information the way you want to. Yeah. Um, I'd say you're, uh, you're progressively feeling more tired or, yes. or, or lack of energy as the day progresses. Lack of focus. Yawning. Lack of fact, like all that stuff. Yawning all the time. Exactly. Where you're just not the same, right? You're irritable, yeah. anything. You just feel off. You're just yeah. you're really not um, getting the results you may want to have or whatnot. So the idea is here, and we've talked about this before in other podcasts, I guess, as well, but it's it's really the idea of what you can do, and this is very individual, right? What you can do between your clients to reset yourself so that when you go back up, you can, A, offer them what they deserve, right? The, the hour they spend with you for you to be at your best and, mm-hmm. and, and ability to connect with them. So finding some techniques that you can do very quickly. Um, part of your routine between people, just like we have routines before work or after work that we do to get us in the right headspace to come yep. to work, showing up like the best version we can. Yeah. And then figuring out some stuff to do between clients to, to do that, which, you know, we can share our own things. They I mean, mm-hmm. for us, a lot of it's like, you know, we see one client per hour, Sean's every half hour. We come down, obviously we wash our hands. We do all that kind of stuff. You wash your hands. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Every client. <laughs> I didn't until I started reading those books on sanitation. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. My brother would like that. He's a microbiologist, so he would appreciate the fact that, yes, um, yes, Steve, everybody washes their hands between clients. Uh, yeah, and just and just whatever it may be, right? So we come, we see each other very quickly. Yeah. We, you know. Quick banter. Quick banter, and then back up again. So usually, like for me, for instance, I just take... You know, as, as I'm walking past reception and, and we go upstairs to our offices, it's a few quick breaths just to find a, a center, a few quick breaths. You know, sometimes we'll do like a, a held breath for four or five seconds and then relax and then and then in I go. And we then pick you up off the floor. And you, then, exactly. I wake up. Where am I? You got oh this, buddy. God, you he got passed, this. You passed then, out again. Straight into yeah, uh, massage Jay's shoulders. Yeah. You got this, I buddy. do that Vegas nerve yeah, breathing yeah. thing <laughs> to relieve my stress. No, and then and then that's it. And then you're in the door and you're... And yeah. you're right back to being a chameleon, right? Micro Matching breaks. the energy of the yeah. person in front of you and, and, uh, and going from there. Yeah. Well, in, and pretty soon, I don't know when this is coming out. I think it's within the next month, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a mindfulness journal mm-hmm. that people can uh, go see on the osteomentorship.com uh, where we just, where the, the whole purpose of this is that mindfulness practice to, uh, to being the better version of yourself. Uh, so yeah, like Jason's saying, you know, through these exercises, you're going to see that where you can start to work out a routine for yourself to put yourself in the best state to, uh, be with, uh, be there for your patients, but not only that, be there for yourself and your family and, and life in general. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to that because it's going to be, I think a very useful tool to, uh, basically what our goal is, is, is to help people be more connected so that they can be there for their their clients yeah. and that in essence is why people build 
solid practices is yeah. because they're present for their patients and they uh, reap the benefits that way just by being authentic about it and being in the right space, right? So that's why we mm-hmm. call the connected practitioner. The ability to yeah. get receive and, and, and give back is is connection. Yeah. And that's where it's where it's all that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So Kev, you said something earlier about um, just, you know, the macroscopic or the microscopic. And when you think yeah. about you know, the year, right? So we talk about vacations and periodic and breaks or whatever, but the day, right? Yeah. You know, for some, I've heard this described, you know, each day has its four seasons, right? And so you're right throughout the day, right? When you, you know, if you're looking on, an, uh, on the, the level of the day versus the week, the months, the year, right? You definitely need those breaks, right? And, um, and you know, I, I, you're bringing up a really good point because that's what I, I totally lost track when you started talking because you said something as well that made me think of it is that a sign that uh, you're not doing that properly is that you do go on vacation uh, and you get sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, that's so true. Oh, yeah. You'll have, people finally take time. Yeah, people, like, they work are hard, carried. hard, hard, yeah. hard, hard, and then boom, Bam. they have those two weeks or three weeks that they're going to take off and then they end up crashing and yeah. must throw their back out, get yeah. sick on the plane. You're right. So... Again, it would be the analogy of like, okay, I want to get in shape, so uh, I don't want to work out every day, so I'm going to go super hard on one day <laughs> and try and, but then you end up getting hurt. Yeah. So it's the same idea as to have some consistency in building a routine and realizing too that creating a change like that in you and working on that state is difficult uh, to some degree because of our programming. So to to realize that and be aware of it and have things in place that are more consistent will help you get to that state a lot faster and sustain it a lot longer to recognizing those reactivities that you were talking about Mm -hmm. to knowing when you're not in the right frame of mind to address this next person coming um, and then being able to reset yourself quicker so that you can put yourself back in the saddle again Mm -hmm. because it's, it's not to say that, okay, I didn't do it at a specific time, so, ah, crap, now I'm screwed for my whole day. You could reset yourself any time you want. So taking 30 seconds to do that uh, will will drastically change your approach and your uh, the outcome of the, the mm-hmm. treatment that you're going to do with that person. So just remember that it's, it's really crucial. Even though you think, oh, no, I'm fine, I can handle this, uh, quite often, you know, it's, it's such a requirement to to bring yourself back like anything in life, whether it's us going in to see a, a patient or you coming home to see your kids uh, or dealing with uh, your spouse that is upset about something, whatever it is, uh, being able to reset yourself like that to be present is so key to it um, being more fruitful. You still leave the toilet seat up, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still working on that. Yeah. I'm still working on it. Even though there's signs everywhere in the house. I always thought you sat down when you needed one. <laughs> I do. In our house, it's uh, yeah. Kelly with the three boys. She's like, I am not cleaning pee. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, oh, I, I have three girls and I would argue. <laughs> equally messy. It's crazy, eh? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's just a myth right there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no, I think it's... Uh, so hopefully you guys have um, gotten the analogy, right? So... And change your shoes. <laughs> change your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Check your shoes once in a while. You know, or take uh, care of your shoes. I should take say. care of your shoes. You water go. them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> water them. <laughs> water your shoes. Water your shoes. <laughs> um, but no, it's a, it's a really important um, analogy. So uh, 
check in with yourself. Uh, take time off if you need it. It will ignite the passion, as Jay, you were talking about. You'll mm -hmm. come back recharged, um, excited to, to be the best version of you so that you can help those in your community. And then, <clears throat> as we said, that cycle gets paid forward, right? When you're connecting with... Uh, you know, when you're connected with yourself, you can then connect with others and they can go out and connect with members in the community and uh, spread the love. So um, take time. Take time. Uh, we're going to enjoy our vacations coming up. Share with us. Yeah. Share, <laughs> share your yeah. routine that you do to uh, keep yourself in check. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. What do you do actually to, yeah, to check in on yourself and to take time off? And how do you know when you're maybe, um, you know, you're redlining? How do you know when you're pushing it to? Mm -hmm. What are some signs and symptoms that you feel, um, you know, are right. affecting your ability? Crying in the shower, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Good cry once in a while. <laughs> cry for help right yeah. so all right have a great week and we will see you next week ciao everyone bye-bye thanks for checking out this episode we hope you learned something or not and if you haven't already subscribe here to the osteo connection wherever you're listening and hey it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on apple podcasts and if you're still listening at this point thanks mom and if you're offended how much we've made fun of jason tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>